0: Welcome to the podcast, all about women's wealth. Women's wealth is growing faster than men's. As women in the next generation rise in financial power, women will fundamentally change the meaning of legacy. Women as singles, mothers, wives, or widows, not only need access to a full continuum of opportunities to save, invest, and preserve financial assets, they also need access to financial education and coaching, coupled with affordable and appropriate savings and credit building products at key times in their lives. Join us on Women Acquiring Assets and learn the stepping stones to home ownership, investment properties, cryptocurrency, business development, and learn all about saving stocks and so much more. Let's grow our networks together. Women's Inflection Point is a nonprofit, educational,
1: and results driven entity providing women a success path to reach maximum potential in each of their life cycle stages. Women's Inflection Point focuses on three tiers of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs Pyramid. Human wellness, safety, and self-actualization. In other words, we focus on your health, your money, and yourself. An inflection point is an event that results in dramatic and significant change. Our mission is to facilitate occurrences of inflection points that activate unleashed potential to propel women to reach their maximum potential in all aspects of their life. These occurrences are delivered at events throughout the year in organic and diverse inclusive environments. For more information visit us at www.womeninflectionpoint.org. Welcome to another edition of Women Acquiring Assets. I'm your host Annika Jackson and I am here today with one of my favorite PR and publicity coaches, Simone Sauter. Welcome Simone. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So how are you doing today? I'm doing
2: great. Wonderful.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's almost the weekend, so that's exciting. So we met through PR, but you are not just a publicist. You've been a coach. um, You've had a career as a journalist. uh, Many, many things. So will you please tell our audience a little
2: more about you? So uh, yeah, I. I am a PR and publicity coach and consultant. I'm a publicist. Uh, I used to work as a journalist, but I also uh, have built a coaching business in the relationship coaching niche specializing in breakup and divorce coaching. Um, That was based on my personal story because my ex left me after 10 years relationship. Then I went through A life crisis for Mm. like two years and um, after these two years when I came out you know shinier and stronger on the other (laughs) side I basically decided that I wanted to help other women to to go through this griefing and healing process much faster than I did because Mm. it took me more than two years because I had no one really who guided me or could guide me um, so heartache is very challenging to talk about when um the other person doesn't have experience with it. Mm-hmm. so yeah, I did that, and then i I have built this business solely by getting publicity solely wow. using p r um I, I have to say in the beginning I did what all the gurus told me right well, like do Facebook ads do, do this funnel uh, write a blog do a podcast uh, <laughs> do the webinars do the summits whatever and um it it I was exhausted yeah. and then I decided <laughs> that I will go back to PR because that was it. that's uh, back Background. I'm a certified PR consultant. I had, uh, you know, years of experience in, in as a journalist. So I was like, okay, why, why, do I not use that? And uh, actually, it was, well, now I look back and I'd say it's funny. Uh, back then, it was frustrating because I started to send out press releases because I used to work for Fortune 100 companies, and I was so used to send, sending press releases from mm. my corporate background and then i figured it doesn't work right and (laughs) so yeah and then i i adapted my entire pr um or my outreach process and you know by sending individual emails and really approaching the journalist personally and offering Mm -hmm. like a unique story and that's when my when when everything started right and then from there i um I built a blog with 100,000 readers. I was featured in Cosmopolitan and InStyle and Stylite and Close and all these women's magazines. Gosh. I got a book deal from my PR. I wrote a best-selling book also with a huge gym and publishing house. So, yeah, and and uh, I'm an entrepreneur now for seven years. And throughout these seven years, I met so many amazing people,
1: mm-hmm.
2: especially amazing women, I have to say, with Great gifts, but they had uh, literally not much of an idea how to get them, how to get themselves out there in a really big way. Because after all, there are two reasons why people start a business. And one reason is because they want to make money with what they love. But the other reason is they want to make an impact, right? And how could you make a bigger impact than with reaching literally up to millions of people by doing PR? So, and then I, um, uh, almost three years ago, and August it's gonna be three years, I uh, founded my PR coaching business, where I now help women to um, to become their own publicists, basically. Well,
1: I, I love, because this is something we always talk about, is telling your story. And so you took your story of your heartbreak, turned that into a way to help other others going through heartbreak, used your background in journalism and PR then to tell your story, to get more clients, to continue your business, then the book deals, and then you realize there's a huge area of opportunity to then teach PR to coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should note, you're in the Netherlands, but mm-hmm. you do work with clients in the United, all over the world.
0: All the over United the world, yes. Yeah. in
1: Europe, yeah. Yeah, et cetera. Um, and do you find that the same strategies are working it uh, doesn't matter where you are, you you need to know the same. You need to be able to pitch and understand what your audience, who your audience, what your market is.
2: Yeah, exactly. You need to understand your ideal client. You need to know what you want to be known for. And then you need to find um, that story that is appealing to your audience, right? And then finding the right media outlet, finding the right journalist, and and then, you know, finding the right story angle, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 i found the more vulnerable you are the more open you are um the more successful the stories are so basically it's it's i'd i'd always i'd always i i would almost say that um the uh, the more uncomfortable you feel with mm. sharing a story the more of a success guarantee you know i, I i'm saying this in is it yeah, because you, well, you can't give a success guarantee, but that, that's from my experience. The more uncomfortable you feel, the, the more um, success they usually have. So, I, I mean, I shared that my ex left me after a 10 years relationship, mm-hmm. completely out of the blue, replaced me, oh, wow. like, you know, within four weeks. Oh my gosh. And he also got married to her. Um, and... I mean, I was embarrassed. I had all these, you know, I'm not good enough. Um, not even after 10 years, um, I was to be married. Mm. And and I have to say, I was um, 30, and everybody around me, like, got married. They got children. I was also busy, like, oh, how, how will he ask me to get married? And uh, how could our children be named? You know, mm-hmm. thinking about names and everything. Um, and then he... Uh, he called me on, on skype i, I wasn't i was in amsterdam back then and then um completely out of the blue out of the in the conversation he said um i, I can't do this anymore and i was like like what, what do you mean it's like i don't love you anymore wow. and i'm like what so and i i yeah I, I still get the chills you know when i when i say this um i mean in the meanwhile i'm, I'm happily married i have two children uh all good <laughs> but uh yeah uh yeah, but that that was just it, right? And but but sharing this mm-hmm. with millions of people. I mean, when I, when I gave this interview for Cosmopolitan, for example, I imagined like how many people will read this, and um, it, it was exciting. And also, you know, writing the book and sharing this, um, but like all the messages that I got, like the emails that I got, the comments on my blog posts, and everything it it, um, it really showed me that I made an impact with sharing my story and this is what I also tell my clients right when we share our stories um, we can have this huge impact because I, I got so many messages from women it's like um, I didn't I, I always thought I'm the only one mm-hmm. uh, you really showed me that I can make this I can um, you know um, get over it and, and go through this pain and, and obviously I also got clients from that. Yeah, like I'd say, ninety-five percent of my coaching clients had the same or like this a, a similar story. They their ex partner left left them, and most of the time they had a new person re- replacing them, right? And um, they, they what I hear like I'd, I'd say almost from every client is, I have never met a person who whom I trusted so much than you because I know that you understand me and you don't judge me for what happened and that I still want my ex back and mm. um, that I still love him because I I went through this, yeah. right? And there you can also see the, the trust that you build with with PR, right? And with sharing your story. So that's that's very powerful. And that's basically what I do for my clients today. I love it.
1: Uh, You're preaching to the choir, of course, because that's something I'm very passionate about as well is being authentic and sharing your truth. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what you've done on that side of things, I mean, it resonates very clearly with me, even though I had a different situation, but I got divorced Mm -hmm. and I had been with my ex since my early 20s and I had to learn how do you date as an adult? There weren't apps and stuff when I was younger, yeah. <laughs> you know, to um, to swipe on or do different things. And um, you know, I think there is that, like, you want to jump into another relationship, but that's not necessarily the best thing for you because you do, mm-hmm. like you said, you have to go through the process of grieving, figuring out who you really are, what you really need, what you really want in a partner, um, and yeah, yeah the other side.
2: So. Yeah. I mean, there are people who don't do that. And, and that's also something that typically happens with men, I have to say. I'm not saying that, you know, but it's just typically sort of with <laughs> every man or every woman. Uh, but, but a lot of men, um, you know, they don't go through the process and they don't look at their feelings and their pain and they just cover up right? There are also women who do that, right? So generally human beings. (laughs) But um, uh, uh, what you will find if you do this is that you just end up in the same relationship with the same stories with the same challenges. And um, if you take the time for yourself and if you are brave and look at at the pain and go through it and actually work through it, um, you will have a massive personal growth and it will also change the next relationship that you have mm. so yeah that's that's basically how it works right
1: so and what is that um what is your first book's name
2: my first book's name um it's a german book so oh. it's called uh, heal your broken heart a step-by-step guide um from uh, loneliness to happiness
1: Oh, very cool! And then you have how
2: many other books do you have right now? Oh, I have one other book, but that I published that uh, in two thousand eight. But that's about uh, how TV changes. Mm. So um, it it was I wrote it back in two thousand seven when TV and uh, internet you know came together, and I, I was always very interested in innovations and how would the internet influence. Um, the way how we watch TV and how we um, you know, act as consumers and how would media companies handle that that innovation. So that was my very first book. Wow,
1: Okay, yeah, very cool. <laughs> and that is something I think it's so relevant today because even in the world of PR, um, things have changed so much and how we use technology to mm-hmm. get our message out, to um, to talk about ourselves, to connect with people. It's so different, right?
2: Um. It is. I mean, like think of the time. I mean, when I was like, I don't know twelve years old or something, that's you know when the internet slowly internet slowly came up, and I, I asked my parents like, can we have it? And they were like, no, it's it, I mean back back then it was really, really expensive, mm-hmm. right? So almost nobody had it um and and I mean back then also PR was very different because there you know there were only was only so much space in magazines and only so much space in in newspapers and that's still the same thing today for the, the print version but every media outlet has an online version so and this opened up all these opportunities for us as entrepreneurs to 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 jump on their wagon and to be featured right and and um most of my clients also, uh, want to focus on online PR because my clients run online businesses, and uh, from my experience, it's very difficult to transfer clients from offline to online. I mean, if you then you know if you want to get on TV or print magazines, it's it's all it's often about building your reputation. Um, but most of my clients also want to start out, you know, building an email list and um, getting clients online. Yeah.
1: Great. I have some more questions to dig into, but first we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Annika Jackson. At Annika PR, we provide public relations strategy, content marketing, and brand and design services. We are gifted with the ability to draw excitement to an event, brand, or concept. Don't just take our word for it. See our clients' work in Forbes, CNN, Amazon TV shows, and much more. Want your brand amplified? Go to AnikaPR.com. That's A-N-I-K-A-P-R.com. And we are back on Women Acquiring Assets. And I am speaking to Simone Satur, who is a PR and publicity coach, best-selling author, and tech nerd, (laughs) <laughs> uh, True. Yeah, uh, as you as you say in your summary, uh we we're just talking through you you've had so many interesting pivots from your life experience and career opportunities and now you work primarily teaching PR and publicity to coaches and you started that about 3 years ago, your PR mm-hmm. business for this. So Um, and I love the fact that you were talking through, you did everything everybody told you to do. You tried doing the masterminds, the Facebook groups, all of the things that is, it is seriously exhausting whenever, because those are all the things, the funnels, everybody recommends Mm -hmm. you to do all these things. But how do you do that when you're also trying to run a business or Mm -hmm. care for a family or all the other things that we as women do? Um, so I I love the fact that you said, okay, I'm going to get rid of all of those. And I'm going to just focus on PR and back to the back to what
2: you know would make an impact.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, um, PR also gives us so much of what all the gurus tell us, right? You can easily build an email list with PR, right? If you you put yourself as a contributor and you write a great bio with the perfect call to action for this particular um, guest post, um, then you can build your email list from there, right? Um, so, yeah, that's, and also, you know, building the trust, building credibility, um, and everything that is really so important when you're, especially when you're a personal brand, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I find that when I do interviews as a publicist or talk about different issues, and I... Get more people on my website, more people signing up for my list as well. So, yeah. like you said, even for us, it works. <laughs> yeah, for the proof yeah. of our own work, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, it's it's. Oh, sorry.
1: No, no. no it's, I mean, it, you know,
2: I I, al- I also always tell people who are like, oh, you know, I don't know, this is not for me, or. Um, I don't know if I have anything to share. I mean, first of all, everybody has something to share for the media, even if you think you don't. Um, and secondly is, if you think about um, getting yourself out there with PR, and how much people you reach, mm-hmm. and then also a pre-qualifi- pre-qualified audience, if you oh. pitch the right media outlet, right? And then if you think of Facebook ads, Facebook ads, they become one more expensive, and to to get as many eyeballs on your business with Facebook ads and what you do with PR, um, it, it's, it's very expensive and it's very hard. And also, I mean, that's probably me because I'm not a I'm not I don't I'm not really a, a Facebook expert. But um, when I tried it back then, it was very difficult for me to reach the right people. Mm-hmm. Right, so it was really. Well, anyway, I don't want to go into Facebook no, ads. But,
1: but it still it is. Was... I mean, I have a client who was doing Facebook ads specifically about fertility, but she was uh, getting men coming into her business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so it was, even if she had tried to target certain, you know, women, certain demographic, yeah. the ad was going to a completely different audience for some reason. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I well, I didn't figure it out. Um, there are Facebook experts out there. There are people I know who are, um, are very successful with Facebook ads. Well, for me, I don't know. Anyway, for me, it's it's really you know with PR, I get more, I get more people and more eyeballs on my business. Um, mm. It's free if you do it right. Um, so why would I bother with Facebook ads?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I love the fact that. One thing that you do, because I always ask this question, is how do you balance work, life, self-care? And you said you work 3.5 days per week. Mm -hmm. That is goals. That is where I would like to be. (laughs) So so how do you accomplish that?
2: Um, Well... I mean, first of all, um, like uh, I have a daughter. She is uh, one and a half years old, and Mm. I have a son. He's three months, so it's very busy. (laughs) Um, And my husband has four day weeks, and I have three and a half days. Um, And for me, it's just really, I focus on visibility, uh, on my own PR, and on sales, and that. Basically, is it. I mean, there and, and obviously on my content strategy, right? To really get myself out there. But there is not much space for for more, right? So um, but with that strategy, it it actually works, right? Because I, I create content, I do my own PR, um, so I leverage the audience of others for my own business, build my email list. Um, people get into a funnel, they get to know me. Um and yeah, I'm also very heavy on LinkedIn. I have to say, so I'm um, you know networking there, talking to people there, mm-hmm. um, and that's how I how I get people on the phone, and then I, I talk to them, and um, that's basically how I do it. Yeah. So talk about your program that that so, you host. <laughs> so um, I, I offer two things um I offer a, a mastermind which you are part of as well um as a teacher so what I'm really happy about um so it's a six months program and basically my clients learn everything that they need to know step by step from you know we start with mindset and then we go on with brand stories storytelling uh, you do the storytelling call also um I, I teach them how to craft story angles and then everything like how. Do you find the right media outlet? How do you find the right journalist? Uh, how do you write a, a guest post? How do you prepare a media interview? Basically, everything that you need to know. So that's a six month program, and then I have a, uh, a VIP day, which is more that done with you, done for you service. So uh, I have clients they they don't want to invest or they can't invest six months, and they more wanted want you know more of it done for you service. And that's basically uh, me getting on a call with them for one day. It's not an eight hour call, right? So, um, because as I said, most of it is done for you. So it just says that everything will be done in one day. So, uh, and there you walk away with your brand story, with story, with timely story angles. You get um, uh, media contacts. uh, You get basically everything. And then there's uh, like the recordings. There is also a training center because obviously I also want to prepare my clients to. Uh, for media interviews they also get um, access to how to write an outstanding guest post and yeah basically that's the the one day uh version and i end I very i love it very much it's really really great nice
1: yeah it's interesting because you can see really how you're making change in somebody's life and in their business mm-hmm. their livelihood that quickly
2: yeah yeah
1: what is exactly. what's one of the biggest things that surprised you when you went on your entrepreneurial
2: journey one of the biggest things that surprised me um i think i i, I went into that very na- naive yeah. let's put it like this so i was like oh, okay you know i just you know put up my website i slam my uh you know uh, what I offer there so that's uh, with my breakup uh, coaching business and uh, I'm gonna create a product that people will buy it so uh, I I was really although I have this PR background and and worked in marketing as well for some reason I thought it's gonna be really easy to Mm -hmm. sell products and it, it actually um wasn't to be very honest in the beginning um i mean it was coaching it was easier because people could talk to me but i i um i i have no idea how many products i created in the beginning from books to courses to whatever I, yeah so that that was really something that that i i say well surprised maybe wouldn't be the best word because if I look back, if I if I had thought it through very clearly um, and realistically, then it wouldn't have surprised me. But I also was at a point in my life where I I couldn't go further um, like this. So I mean, I had a great job. I was PR manager for Match.com. dot uh, I, I had my own apartment in Munich. Uh, I you know went on holidays. I had a great life, right? And people also said I'm I'm crazy when I when I walked away from this job. But wow. I'm I'm how can I put that? Uh, <laughs> I, I struggle with uh, authority, right? So I struggle <laughs> when I struggle when people try to tell me what I have to do. I like to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. And it was like this in, in every job that I had, right? I um I did a good job, but um sometimes I I didn't have I, I wasn't in a position that I could make the decision by myself. So I had to run by my boss and I don't like that. So I figured pretty early I'm not I'm not made for um, being an employee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then when I when when I realized that that my, my heartache is over. Um, I also realized that that this part of my life when I was you know, an employee, and I just had this, mm, um, yeah, ordinary life, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I also say this in quotes. Um, mm-hmm. um, I I've, I knew that I was made for more. I knew that I wanted to achieve more. That I wanted to make a bigger impact, and I wanted to help other people, and and just also have this flexibility of time, and. I also always wanted to be able to, to be there for my children, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I knew this already like seven years ago when they weren't even born. But for me, it was very, very crucial that I that I have the flexibility to say, okay, um, I don't know, if if they are sick, I can just take a day off, right? And I don't have to ask my boss or say like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry, but, you know, my daughter, or like you know at home so yeah so that that was basically always my motivation and and still is wow
1: I love that, that that's definitely a, a lot of that resonates with me um because I think when you have that you know what your purpose and your passion is and that doesn't always fit into a box in a corporate mm-hmm. setting at a job where you are an employee Right. Um, yeah. it, it's an, a lot of times you have to be a specialist in one area. They don't want you to be good at a whole bunch of different things or want to do a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different things. And so um, it helps. I mean, also maybe it might be a little for me ADD, <laughs> but <laughs> I like to do a lot of different things. And so it, I resonate with that completely. And then also wanting to be there for your kids or your family, mm-hmm. it's, it's important because you have a finite amount of time to help raise these little people um, and yeah. who they are, and uh, then they, you know, my daughter is thirteen, so she's a little further along than your kiddos, yeah. and it's amazing to see, even just in the past few weeks, how much she's changed and grown and transitioned mm-hmm. into being a mini adult. And like, mm-hmm. it, it's not scary, but it's it just makes me want to be more present for her too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and you can be there, right? So, I mean, uh, I know they are. People who, who love to be in a job, and that I mean, everything is fine, whatever floats your boat. But for me, um, it's the same like for you. You want to be there and, and see that, and you can spend much more time with her because you are uh, your own boss as well, right? And if you say, okay, I, I take off today, you take off. You don't have anybody to ask, uh, you don't need to ask anybody. Am I allowed to? Right. So that, that's that's the biggest challenge. Like, am I allowed to? It's like, yes, it's my life. I'm allowed to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, what is there? Some parting advice that you would leave with the audience about either becoming an entrepreneur or PR.
2: Well, the thing is, um, uh, what what I hear often is that that people think they are not ready for PR or that Mm -hmm. PR is just something for um, huge companies. And that's actually not true. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are two things that people say is like, I'm not an expert, Uh, where I was like, great, because you don't have to be one, you become one, right, you become a recognized expert and an industry expert by being featured in the media. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is what I mentioned earlier that people say, Hey, I don't think I have anything interesting to share. Mm -hmm. So and I I have I'm um, in the media and PR world for 19 years now. And I have never in my life met a person who did not have to share anything interesting with the media. As I said, the more vulnerable um, it feels, and the more uncomfortable it feels, the better the story, right? And we all have those stories. And then the the uh, where ma- where the magic happens is basically when you when you when you are able to build the bridge between this um, uncomfortable story and your business, mm-hmm. right? If you make this bridge, um then that's you know how you can get your clients. This is how you can build your email list, how you can build your social media following, whatever whatever your goal is, whatever mm-hmm. your call to action is then.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And how could people find you if they're interested in your programs? And also just to mention again, your program
2: specifically for
1: coaches, for people who are helping coach other people?
2: Um, yeah it's also specifically for women and so it's for coaches consultants also if you're an author mm-hmm. so um, that's that's uh, my main target audience um and you can find me on my website simonesauder.com and there you can find my programs uh also my freebie which is uh, my ebook where i give um away 10 um pr insider tips so that's basically my the knowledge that i gained over the past well 19 years Um, And so, yeah, you can download it there for free and find everything else. Also, how to contact me.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today and giving some great information on the pivots, relationships, coaching, and PR particularly. So I really appreciate your time and you joining us from overseas. Um, So hopefully our audience will be able to check you out, get those PR tips, and learn more about your Publicity Rockstar VIP Day and your Publicity Rockstar programs as well.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Annika. It was really a really great conversation. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I always love
1: seeing you and talking to you. So it's nice to have time together, yeah. the two of us. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> Wonderful. And audience, thank you for listening to Women Acquiring Assets. We'll be back again next week.
0: Well, that's it for this episode. To learn more about who we are and what we do, visit www.womeninflectionpoint.org backslash WAA. If you have anything you'd like to share, Annika would love to hear from you, and she can be reached at info at womeninflectionpoint.org. Be sure to tune in every week for another episode and learn more about how financial assets or a store of resources that women and families can tap into, particularly during emergencies. And how wealth can provide a nest egg that can be leveraged into investments like a home, an investment property, or a business. And then can be passed on to future generations. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.